the good enough guide to health. So if you've lost some steam on your lofty New Year's resolutions, nobody keeps those for very long. Stay tuned to figure out how you can really do some good things in 2021. Thanks for listening to the Dollar Saving Divas. If you have ideas for an upcoming episode, we would love to hear from you. Just head to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash dollarsavingdivascbus and share your comments. New year, new goals. New, new president, yes! Okay. I wasn't, I wasn't going to go there, but I did anyway. So, yeah, the only thing good in 2020 was... We had a new president. (laughs) And we know that it was, I mean, it's fact that people gained weight because they were home. Right. All the time. Even if you exercise, they said you're cooking more at home and you're eating more sweets. You're eating. Now, I don't eat sweets, but I do like my I do like my pretzels and dip. And my cheese and crackers. So you definitely, you are. You're snacking more because you're around your kitchen more. So there's some things that, you know, now that we're in 2021, there's some goals that we can set that will help us. And that doesn't mean you have to do all of these, but some of them. So the first one is walk 10,000 steps per day. Now, I don't know about you, but my phone and, and my watch have there how many steps Mm-hmm. I can do. So it says good enough is aimed for 8,000. And if you hit 10,000, awesome. Okay, let me just read a little of this. Somewhere along the line, clocking 10,000 steps a day became the gold standard. But even if you don't get all the way there, increasing your count can make a big impact on your health. People who doubled their count from 4,000 to 8,000 lowered their risk of death for all causes, including heart disease, and cancer by 51%. And that was according to a JMMA study in 2020 of adults over the age of 40. Well, I'm definitely over the age of 40. So, I mean, I'm not going to go through a whole bunch of these things, but I think that's awesome. So it's just like if you do nothing else but walk up and down your stairs. Yeah. You know, if if you've got a load of laundry and you need to take it up, yeah, I always take the stairs instead of an elevator when possible. All right, the next one. Um, the goal, eliminate added sugar completely. Oh, let's be real. Um, good enough. Reduce sugar by one third. That sounds good enough to me. All right, the average American consumes 270 calories in added sugar each day. In wow. a 2,000 calorie diet, that's almost 14% of your day's calories. And nearly 17 teaspoons of sugar. That's a lot of sugar. Yeah. Research shows that eating that amount can raise the risk of dying from heart disease by more than 30% compared to those who keep their consumption at 10% or less. Well, this time of year, I mean, we're doing this here on what, December 1st. So we've got the holidays coming up. So this is really weird right now because you have so much around you being sent to you. Um, I'm looking outside with the snow, so I'm not going to go outside and do any 10,000, 8,000 steps. So and I think a cup of ice cream sounds good. It does. Forget the yogurt. Go for the ice cream. Right. Well, sometimes yogurt has just as much sugar as the ice cream. You have to look yes. at things. Absolutely. Um, so oh, and, and salad dressings. Have you read the labels of salad? I don't use salad dressings. Oh. I use 
I use oil, olive oil and salt and pepper. Okay. Well, we use like a splash of balsamic vinegar. Okay. We do that. But I looked at like, if I have people over, I want to make sure they all have, you know, whatever. Oh my Lord. It's got so much sugar in it. Oh, they're awful. I mean, that's why ranch dressing tastes so good. Ugh. See, and I don't even like it. So uh, we are, we're, we're smart, but I can't give up my coffee ice cream. I can't give up my coffee with sugar in the morning. Oh. I've tried the almond milk. I've tried the fake sugar. I just, I want one cup of good tasting, regular coffee for me. Is it like a gallon cup? <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> I, use, I had yesterday, we actually made Kung Pao shrimp. And it called for a quarter teaspoon of sugar. I had to take out all this stuff out of my cabinets to find the sugar. I don't use sugar. I don't even keep it out. I don't cook. I don't use it. And I don't use salt either. That keeps you healthy because most foods already have enough in it to begin with. You don't keep adding. And if you add, make sure you taste the food first. Yeah. Because did you know this? If you work for IBM, if they're interviewing you at IBM and you go to a lunch or a dinner where they're interviewing you, and if you season your food before you taste it, they will not hire you. I wonder where they pulled that information on being a good indicator. I don't know, but it must be something about, well, what do you mean? You're not checking something out before you do it? Well, I mean, I think that is a basic good thing in life. Yeah. Yeah, but it's yeah. So that that's my IBM story. Okay, okay. All right, the next one. Um, the goal: meditate for thirty minutes per day. Good enough. Try thirty second I, mindful moments. I have a I have a little book, and it's it's got three hundred and sixty five days in it, and it's like a paragraph, and every day I read it. And even if it only takes me 30 seconds or a minute, it's just kind of that downtime, which it's like, yes, I have friends that meditate like some people do it for 10 minutes. I couldn't do it for 30 minutes. Can you imagine me not talking for 30 minutes? No. Or you. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little bit of a little like breathe in, breathe out. Right. I mean, I guess I guess you could even do it if you were in the potty. (laughs) Double duty. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The next one, the goal, one hour workout. Good enough. 10 minutes. Really? I thought at least takes 15, 20 minutes. I do 45. I do 45, but it's hard now. I can't. Now, yeah, I've been really feeling bad lately. But you exercise, but work was especially crazy and you lack the time and honestly the motivation for an entire hour. Research shows that there's a way to cut your workout way down. Performing three 20-second all-out sprints on a stationary bike within a 10-minute workout delivered the same aerobic benefits as a 50-minute steady-state movement. Oh, wow. I've got a stationary bike in my, one of my bedrooms. Oh, now I can just do three 20 seconds? <laughs> okay, I'm going to start today. But, and they're saying, like, not every time. There's no reason to stop going to your favorite spin class or getting the miles in on a treadmill. But for days when you're truly pressed for time, keep this in your back pocket. Well, that's, and that's smart because right now I'm not going to the gym. Yeah. It's just I don't know I mean, safe. I mean, I went to the pool this summer and I 
sat away from everybody, but no, I'm just going to have to wait and see on the gym thing. But now that I know I can do three 20 second all out sprints on my stationary bike, (laughs) I have the TV right there. So I'm good as gold. And you and I running up and down our stairs. Mm -hmm. And then when the weather gets nice, which will be next, what, April? (laughs) May. You know what I was thinking about getting that I was looking up this morning was, um, one of those stands that you can get for your actual outdoor bike, but bring your outdoor bike inside. And then now you've made it into like a stationary bike. I have like six friends that bought treadmills for their house. So treadmill sales have skyrocketed. Skyrocketed, yeah. Yeah, because people aren't going to the gym and a treadmill is great because you can walk or you can jog or you can run. So I am not on the treadmill because I don't have room for a treadmill. So I'm just going to do my stationary bike. Good idea. All right, the next one, the goal, sleep eight hours each night. Oh, doesn't that sound heavenly? I was just going to say. Set a consistent wake time. Oh. I mean, if I fall asleep at 3 a.m., I'm supposed to get up at 5.36 still. Well, apparently so. You got all the things. So. The official recommendation is adults should clock 7 to 9 a night, according to the National Sleep Foundation. If you're not getting that, the first step in moving toward that is to wake up at the same time each day. Okay. A daily wake-up time is what sets the stage for going to bed in the evening and will ultimately help you get the hours of sleep you need. I wake up. I wake up earlier now than I ever did before. I mean, I wake up you know, at like five o'clock, six o'clock and get up. Yeah. And then I go back to bed at eight. No, 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 I don't. Nowadays, <laughs> I get up really early and I get a lot of things done in two hours. Yeah. Two loads of laundry, the dishwasher, stuff that we moms have to do and wives. I mean, I get it all done and then, it, and then, you know, I go, well, you know, my husband will say, well, like, what were you doing? Laundry, dishwasher, and then it's done. And then now I can watch my soap opera. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> if I want to. I can do that. Or just, you know, do some reading or something. Since we're, you know, we're definitely confined right now. So, but you want to keep busy. Yeah. I, I can't do any more crafting or gifting or any of that or shopping online <laughs> well i'm shopping online right now i have to do it yeah i'm noticing the older i get the more i wake up randomly at 3 a.m oh yeah and get up and do something right i do you know, I, I kind of wish and hope and pray i go back to sleep and then get up at 5 30 and i'm mad that i wasted two hours wait till you're my age you'll get up and you can't go back to sleep and then try to be alive <laughs> Okay, talk to you soon. Yeah.